Hey, welcome to the Original Brew Collective podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Ben. And I'm Robert. And on these episodes, we review different beers from different breweries. And we've actually had this brewery that we're having today before. We were drinking a beer from Treehouse Brewing in Charlton, Massachusetts. So, Robert, tell us a little bit more about the beer we're drinking today. Yeah, today we're going to be drinking Perfect Storm from Treehouse Brewing. It's an American double IPA clocking in at 8% ABV. We're very excited about this one. Like Ben said, we've never had this, but we do love the treehouse that we have had. So really pumped on this one. If you're not watching on YouTube with us right now and you're just streaming it on whatever podcast streaming platform you use, um, it's a pretty cool can. Um, you, you're familiar with treehouse. If you are familiar with treehouse, you, yeah, if you, you, are. you know what their cans look like. Yeah. They all for the most part look the same. Some of them, some they've of the been, cans are a little bit. They've different. been mixing it up a little bit lately, but a lot of them are just kind of like their simple logo. It's like a bending flowing tree with a treehouse in it. Mm-hmm. Um, hence the name. Uh, we've talked about it before, actually. Their original location does have a treehouse at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is like a pink with some like purple and blue flowy colors within the logo. Hence why I'm actually wearing my uh, pink hoodie today. It really matches. Yeah, thanks. I tried. It's beautiful. So I'm going to crack this one open. And while I do so, Ben, what is our beer fun fact of the day? Yeah, so I, I actually have two because I was just excited when I read both of them. And I'm just going to read them because um, I, I thought it was very interesting. And so, yeah, we read a, or say a fun fact about beer each episode on this podcast. And apparently in the year of 1983, which is not that long ago, nope. 1983, there were 49 licensed breweries in the United States. 49. 49. 49. So off the top of my head right now, there's well over 6,000. Okay. So yeah, by the end, yeah, that's correct. By the end of 2017, there were 8,863. Oh my gosh. So it went from 49. I thought. It went from 49 to almost 9,000. That is crazy. And as of 2017, California had by far the most breweries in the United States, which is awesome. We live in California. Thanks, so California. Thank you, California. Uh, with 1,106. And then the second place one is Washington with 499. State? State. Right? Okay. So Washington has the second most breweries. I didn't know that. With 499. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed Washington. That was 2017, so I'm sure there's more now. But yeah. I know, right? I would have guessed... Texas. Per capita, actually, it is somewhere on the East Coast. I would have guessed Texas. Just because California is such a big state, mm-hmm. Texas is obviously a big state. Yeah. And uh, I, or, or I would have thought like New York or something like that. But that'd be, so that'd be per capita though, I think. Yeah. Because obviously like California's big, Washington's big. And so we have more room, like, mm-hmm. you know, more real estate essentially for, for breweries. That's true. Here. That's true. So that's why I would assume it's a larger state. But per capita, I know it's somewhere on the East Coast, um, has the most breweries per capita. Oh, yeah. okay. California gotcha. has over 600 breweries, and we have something insane breweries Well, California, have, it has... We have 1,106. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 1,106. See, this is even way more than I thought. Yeah. I was, like, looking... I feel like these are just numbers. That's just number... That was 2017 California had. I'm sure there's more now. Yeah. 1,106. Washington was second place with 499. I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. I just heard what it's it was. Double. I didn't hear the numbers. Yeah. Yeah, that's way more than I thought. And then, uh, I mean, we have some incredible breweries here in California. So we have, like, locally to us, we have Moonraker, New Glory. We have Moxa that's crushing it well in the style game. And they've been around for just a little over a year. And they won, like, if you give any credit to, like, I think Beer Advocate or Rate Beer, they won, like, 
one of the best breweries in the world last year. And then we have, if you're going to LA, we have Horace Age Ales, which is known for their stouts. Um, in fact, their owner and master brewer is what they call him, what, Professor Pastry? Because mm-hmm. his pastry stouts um, are supposed to be out of this world. Like he's just known for that. And then we have Monkish. I was going to say Monkish. Monkish. Those IPAs are insane. Yeah. If you've never had Monkish, you need to have Monkish. Hashtag Monkish Monday is a thing. Yeah. Like, Look up hashtag Monkish Monday. Like mm-hmm. that's how big Monkish is. is people just love their Monkish. And it's really good. Rightfully we've, so. We've reviewed a few Monkish on here. Yeah, Monk everything everything we've ever had from Monkish is great. Yeah. But I, I read those and I thought they were pretty Yeah. Pretty shocking. Those yeah, are shocking. Really cool. Yeah. So today though we are drinking a East Coast beer. Uh, mm-hmm. or a beer from the East Coast, from Treehouse. Um, we just poured it out in our glasses. The head retention on this one is awesome. It's we insane. love that. A uh, nice, dense head. Um, the bubbles aren't too thick. Um, and it's lasted quite a while. Mine's died down a little bit faster than Ben's Yeah, mine's has, still retaining. But you can see it's left a coating, yeah. a lacing, a wall of, of head on the glass. It's beautiful. Which is, it's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Um, ben, how would you describe the color on this one? I would say it's... Orange. <laughs> almost, nice. like a, almost like a glossy orange in a weird way to yeah. say it that no, way. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it is. It's, it's like, like a nice pale glossy orange. Yeah. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Looks like a New England. New England yeah, style. for sure. It's very hazy. Looks great. Um, yeah, and so I'm drinking mine from a tulip glass. I, my tech broke. So. How'd it break, Ben? I think I remember. <laughs> Maybe we had like... Had a couple beers. Was it, what happened? No, my daughter break it. Nova threw yeah. a rock at it. That's right. Yeah, yeah I knew. Daughter threw. I a forgot rock. how she did it. Yeah, it was techie. It was sad. She. She didn't mean how, to. How old is Nova? How old? How old's your daughter? Been? She'll be two in December. Yeah, that's crazy to think. She's almost two already. Gosh, time flies. But yeah, she. I mean, obviously, at her age, it wasn't intentional. She just picked up a rock and kind of just threw it for fun and mm-hmm. perfect game. So maybe yeah, she's she play <laughs> some softball or maybe. something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah. The color on this one I like the color is on great. It. We're drinking on two different glasses, which actually is kind of cool because then is, yeah. we get two different uh, ideas of how the beer looks with uh, the different glass shapes and the lighting because that will affect how your beer, uh, the appearance of your beer. And it, I mean, honestly, in these two glasses, it looks pretty similar. Yeah, it does. Um, you're not going to see like a huge variation. It's just like, for example, Ben's um, glass, it's like thinner at the bottom. So we might see some difference uh, in color right there. Yeah, it does look lighter at the bottom. And yeah, it does. So you're getting more light through right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, yeah, these look the same. They look really good. They yeah. just look solid. Yeah. See what we get on the nose. Yeah. Tons of orange. Tons of citrus in yeah. general, but specifically, uh, I would say orange. Yeah. Maybe like, yeah. I mean, there's like slight variation in this one. When I, when I, at least when I say citrus, so like orange, tangerine, mandarin, whatever it be, I'm just getting a lot of orange on this one. Yeah. But no complaints because it smells very refreshing. Yeah, I'm getting definitely the citrus, kind of slight, sweet, bit of tropical yeah. notes, but more mostly citrus. Yeah. Yeah. It smells like a, a sweet orange. Mm-hmm. It smells really good. Almost, actually, almost like a uh, creamsicle on the on the nose to mm-hmm. me. The sweetness, like an orangey vanilla. Mm-hmm. You want to try it? I do. Let's try it. Mm. 
These are really good. These are very good. Um, I'm trying to think. Like at first, when I took my first sip, I was like, "Is this like a little like highly carbonated?" But I think I don't know. I, I'm confused. <laughs> but it's really good in a good way. Almost, it's not, I, it's not it, overly carbonated. I don't but. really taste. It's not very citrusy to no, me. No, it's not overly. And that's what threw me off. Is the it? I feel like I on the palate. It's different than the nose. It's like I'm getting kind of berry. I was getting interesting. I'm getting a little melon. Really? Yeah, I can see melon. But I will say, actually, one thought but, I had, and that I think that kind of affected like my thought process when I first tried it, and when I was like, is this really carbonated what's going on here i think we got it a little too cold maybe because we pulled it out of the fridge and then i threw it in the freezer just for a little while real quick just because i thought maybe it gotten a little warm just sitting out because we didn't start filming this episode right away mm -hmm. and so maybe it got a little too cold so it's we're definitely going to get a better idea once it opens up and it's going to taste a little bit different as it opens up in general but um i think this is really good right now I'm getting like a little bit of melon. I can mm -hmm. get the berry. I see we're getting the berry for sure, but it's not as citrus um, as we expected. I thought it was going to be very citrusy. I thought it was going to be like orange juice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It does have a little bit of a bitter aftertaste as well. It does. It's not as sweet as I anticipated on the nose. I was getting that creamsicle vibe. Right now, it kind of finishes a little bit better. Um, this is really good. Beer. I'm not getting that much carb. I mean, I'm getting no, carbonation, but... Yeah, no, it's not. I think there was, like, some weird initial bite that I was sensing. And I think it was just how cold it was, um, right off the bat, that was throwing me off. And I was like, what? I was trying to figure out what that is. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And yeah. so I was like, is it, like, carbonation or what's going on here? But I think we just let it get a little too cold, which is not a big deal. Um, it's better than having it... Just got to let it warm too, up a little bit. Yeah, just got to let it warm up. So that means we just got to enjoy it a little bit longer. I wonder why they call it Perfect Storm. Um, well, we let me read the can. Does it say it <laughs> I mean, there? I don't know, but there's a lot I've of I've heard that, I think they have like a storm, uh, not storm, a weather series, I believe, and I think this was part of Okay, that. so Perfect Storm is an absurdly hot, and this is partially why maybe we're, I mean, all the flavor, but like maybe a little bit of the bitterness is coming from it this. It does seem like there's... Depending on what hops they used. Oh, they dry hopped it, yeah. So Perfect Storm is an absurdly hopped rendition of Super Typhoon, which we've never had. Mm-mm. Featuring further amplified kettle and dry hop doses of Citra and Simcoe. So that explains the, you know, all the flavors and the bitterness that we're getting. Yeah, Absolutely. because it doesn't, it's, I wouldn't say it's a super dry finish, but it's not a wet finish. Either. Yeah. It's like. It's like a happy medium right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They For say sure. it's one of the most heavily hopped beers they've made. Hmm. They counter this externally hop. There is addition. a lot going on in this beer. We amended the base beer to have more body and sweetness to accept the onslaught. Together, it's the perfect storm of hot flavor and enjoyment. Hmm. Juice! Exclamation mark. Juice. Juice. There is a lot of. It's pretty. There seems. It seems to be a lot of flavor. To this There's one. a lot of flavor in this. It's one. kind of hard to pinpoint. Yeah. The exact it's like, flavor. Yeah, like we said. We. I mean, we're kind of on the whole spectrum right now. We said yeah. mango, or not mango. We said. Well, I guess I could see the mango. Yeah. But we said like tropical fruit. Sorry, that's why I said mango. Tropical fruit and berries was mentioned. Um, citrus, more citrus on the nose. I'm, yeah, it's, they noted that it's sweet. I'm thinking it's more sweet on the nose, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I'm not getting a lot. Of yeah, sweetness. not getting a whole lot of sweetness on the palate, but on the nose, I am smelling that sweetness. Even with the bitterness, though, it's uh, pretty. I could drink this pretty easily. Yeah, like this isn't this isn't hyper bitter. We're not talking like a super danky West Coast. Beer. No, no, no. We're just saying there's like some nice bitterness to it like oh, ah. i think subtle might be the right word like it's definitely there 
and lets you know, like, hey, I'm bitter. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here. And I'm here. Yeah. Um, this is a really good beer. Treehouse, once again, they're known for just great beers, and this is a great beer. So, once again, they've done it. Mm-hmm. Um, while we keep drinking this, we're going to let it warm up a little bit. Ben, what is our topic today? Our brewery talk. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of along the lines of whatever we want to talk about. Yeah, whatever the hell we want. That's yeah. what we say. Right? Yeah, and this one, I mean, it's... I have a couple things I've just been... I just want to ask you. You want to get off your chest? No, <laughs> not get off my chest. No, I was just wondering because um, one of my favorite... I love this time of year because the like, fall yeah the fall yeah. october and halloween i just is super it's just super fun yeah and i think i was just curious to hear Can we pause for a second yeah i have a confession to make um i do love the season as well okay and i don't know you just saying like this talking about the seasons made me think of this i have a confession oh my gosh i'm nervous it's october and i've already bought in the michael buble christmas album on vinyl i was Dude. too excited is it already at your house it's at my home I, I made my wife listen to it once through already, just to say. <laughs> Have you never listened case, to it before? Just in case we need to return it, I need to listen to it now rather than cracking it open in December or Thanksgiving night after I like how you dinner. had to confess that you should be proud of that. Oh, I'm proud. I saw a, I saw a meme too. saying it's it's fall and are Michael Bublé is thawing out as we I know, speak. Exactly. Yeah, I know, I've seen like, that. That's super funny. It is funny. Because I mean, it's not really around until it's Christmas and then right, yeah. you hear it so I mean, much. he's very talented. Like, so yeah, if but you, his Christmas you, album you, is so if, good. If you like Michael Lublay's Christmas album, please go listen to his other stuff because he's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just saw that and I thought it was really funny and I have actually, for the past few years, I've looked to see if I can get that album on vinyl. Actually, it's, it's I think it's the number one Christmas album, like selling Christmas album in the world. Really? Yeah, that it album is, in it's general. It's super well done. It's super well done. My brother, last Christmas, was saying how he, uh, I love how we're talking about Christmas, and it's not even Halloween yet, technically. It's the holidays. Yeah, the holidays. The, they're upon um, us. They're, they are upon us. They are quickly approaching. My brother was talking about, he loves Christmas music and stuff as well. Um, I, I think my whole family in general just loves the season, and the spirit of the season. But he was like, I put together this incredible Christmas playlist, which inspired me, and I was like, I should do this. Um, last year around Christmas time, and then I realized it, there's just no hope. I might as well just listen to my Blaze Christmas album because that's the best you're going to get. Mm-hmm. You can't put together a better Christmas playlist. That, that album's top notch. So here's a little pushback on that. Uh oh, it's and this is where Ben and I's first fight starts. <laughs> no, but I think you would actually really enjoy uh, Etta James. She has a Christmas. Album. I love Etta James. Have you I, listened to her Christmas I album? I have her album. I think it's called Peaches. Um, I have never listened to a Christmas album. It's really good. I'll listen to it. It is so good. Like I will wait to listen to it until dude, I lit- Thanksgiving night. Yeah, I, that's I, when I start listening. Last to last year we put on. I discovered her Christmas album uh, pretty late in the game. So not. I don't really want to listen to Christmas music after Christmas is over. No, but it came on day or two before Christmas. I was like, why the heck? Haven't we been yep. listening to this? It's a and gem, is what it sounds like. Right? Yeah. yeah, and so I actually put a reminder in my phone. <laughs> I said, "Hey, remind me on December first next year to listen to Etta James." So you start listening on December first. Uh, it has not, to be December. No, it'll, it would be after Thanksgiving. So I listen. But I w- I just wanted to make sure, like at least in December, like, right. I was putting that. Yeah. On. So we do the Chris or the Thanksgiving meal with family, and then when we get home, I like to start listening to Christmas music. 
or the drive home. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to Christmas music because mm-hmm. I love the holiday seasons. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Anyway, so about Halloween. <laughs> yeah. It's Halloween. Anyways, after that uh, magical talk about Christmas. Sorry, everyone. Um, what did you do for Halloween when you were growing up? Oh, that's a good question. So I grew up in a very conservative household. And so we would celebrate, but we weren't like, I never, and this could have been a combination between like being my family, my parents being conservative, but also like not having a whole lot of money growing up. Uh, we never got Christmas or Halloween Christmas. <laughs> Sorry. I love Christmas. <laughs> we never got Halloween costumes. So that wasn't a thing. Oh, really? No, never. Hmm. Um, I think we got hand-me-downs. So the first Christmas... Was this like a gosh, tough, darn it. <laughs> was this like a tough question for me to ask you? Is this going to get first, emotional? The first Halloween costume I can recall um, for me was probably a lion. So it was like a, like a whole lion onesie thing with like a mane. So like like a hood and mm-hmm. it had a mane on it and a tail and everything like that. Also, I remember Oscar the Grouch. It was also, That was my brother's outfit that I got. I inherited after him. It was like Oscar the Grouch in his trash can. Um but I think those were all probably hand-me-downs because we never spent money on that kind of stuff growing up. And so almost every year, I remember when I was older, I was, when I say older, I'm talking like third through fifth grade or something. Mm-hmm. My mom would just paint my face. And so I'd just be a zombie. And so I'd, like, I'd wear like a white t-shirt and jeans and sneakers and just have my face painted like a zombie. So just white with black in my and eyes and would stitches. Would you do trick-or-treating? Yeah, we'd go trick-or-treating. But yeah. we never bought... Halloween. I almost said Christmas again. We never bought. What is wrong with me? We never bought. <laughs> in the spirit. Dude. I know. Dude, I'm Michael Bublé did something to you. You put that album on. You put a spell on. Yeah. Um, yeah, we never bought Halloween costumes. I, I remember actually, gosh, I must have been like six. Have you ever bought a Halloween costume? One time. I was probably sixth grade. Even now? We had just moved. And at this point, like, Cause you guys usually family, make yours, right? What? You guys usually kind of assemble yours? Yeah, so my wife and I, we do, when we do go to Halloween parties, we do, like, uh, we pay for things. Like, uh, what? A lot, the first thing that comes to mind right now is I was Elliot from E.T., mm-hmm. so which was pretty easy. I literally bought a red hoodie. And then you used it the next year, right? No, so I, yeah, I did, but I didn't wear it for Halloween. I wore it to, like, a work Halloween event, um, but not, we didn't wear it out to, like, any Halloween no, no, party. I thought... I'm never next, a devil. I thought the next year, no, you were, uh, weren't you, what's his name in Coco? Oh, okay, so the hoodie. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Hoodie. I did. You know, I reused the hoodie. Sorry, I thought you were saying I reused outfit. No. Yeah, so I, actually, that hoodie's gotten multiple uses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got a red hoodie, and I, I was Elliot from ET, and so I, I literally got uh, from Craigslist a little kid's bike. I took off the handlebars, um, put some strings so I could wear around my neck. So I had handlebars, and then I got like a little basket. We made it white, and then I got stuffed animal ET. Put that in there, and I would say I'm close as far to say that that, that outfit was a hit. Yeah, people that was really, cool. People really liked that outfit. I did like it. Um, liked at it. work, when I worked to work the following year, people were texting me and stuff, and I didn't win best outfit, and I very much so disagree with who did win. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, I'm very sorry if you won. <laughs> but people but were saying, no, you dude, you should have won. won. That was your yeah. outfit. And I was like, thanks. But I did reuse the outfit. You're right. So, so I, funny that people felt the need to text you after saying you should have won. I think they just felt, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> and it's not like that outfit takes a whole lot of effort. I like to put, no. it, I put on my hoodie, and then I put like ET around my neck, this, thing, yeah. this little basket with handlebars. It's, it's pretty innovative, though. Yeah. It's I mean, weird. I made it. Mm-hmm. I had to make it. I had to figure out how to disassemble that little kid's bike. And it was mm-hmm. not easy, actually. You'd think it would be, but it was not. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I deserve to win, damn it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, I used it the following year, and I was Miguel from Coco. Mm-hmm. Miguel. And I love that movie. Yeah, super good movie. My wife was Mama Coco. And she was good. That was she won, amazing. Right? Yeah, she won. She won uh, the best dress costume. Well, yeah, my wife and I, we usually have a, my wife and I usually put on a Halloween party, yep. and we do a costume mm-hmm. contest, and that was well-deserved. Of Raina as Mama Coco. Yeah, my wife made it really. She was. It was Mama incredible. Coco. I loved it. Yeah, it's it. funny. Yeah. Like even the face she made when we did photos. Yeah. It was like, like old lady uh-huh. who's like like Mama Coco. If you've never seen it, it was she so kind of funny. just sits there in her chair and doesn't have. She has like memory loss and stuff. yeah, yeah. So yeah, what was your original question? What did you do during Halloween? Oh right, so, yeah, we go trick or treating. I remember looking like my brother. I have an older brother. I'm the youngest of, of three, and so I have an older brother, older sister. My brother used to go out and trick or treat with a pillowcase mm-hmm. to collect his candy, mm-hmm. and I'd go out with like a little bucket or a little bag. And I always remember thinking like he's going to get more candy because he has a bigger bag, which obviously isn't true. It's all about the houses you go to. But I remember being so excited the first year I got to use a pillowcase, thinking I was going to get so much more candy. And also as a kid, I used to use a pillowcase too. My parents let us take a few pieces of candy to school in our lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would not take her my candy. I would take her their candy. Oh, I know. Wow. I should apologize for that. <laughs> Do you still just think of it and feel yeah, bad? Yeah, it still haunts me. Yeah. That's fun though. How about you? Um, I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty classic of what you would think. I don't know. I, when I, my first outfit or costume that I remember was I was Barney, the purple dinosaur. And can you please do that again this year? <laughs> I remember, I, actually, I don't remember how old I was, but I want to say I was three or four, mm-hmm. maybe. I guess I probably had outfit, costumes, outfit, costumes before then. Yeah. But I remember... Uh, neighbor, the neighborhood girls were coming up to me and they were a little bit older than me mm-hmm. and they were saying how cute I was. Oh, hot damn, dude. Yeah, and I loved nice. it. It was just great. <laughs> I was so excited that they thought I was cute as far as the purple dinosaur. Nice. But, I mean, it was just, yeah, we just trick-or-treating. I also grew up in a conservative home. Yeah. So we did the trick-or-treating thing, but we didn't really do... Like we didn't just de- your parents didn't like stuff. decorate. Either. No, and if they decorated, it would be like harvest stuff. Okay, yeah, you know what I mean. Like so we did pump, like pumpkins, yeah. yeah, like fall leaves yeah. and all that. So we would carve pumpkins as a kid sometimes, but yeah. my parents wouldn't put out decorations. Yeah, but then uh, when I met my now wife, she loves Halloween. Mm, oh, she does a lot, and honestly, maybe too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a healthy amount, but it's uh, but she was. I had never watched. There's like Halloween movies that I never watched, and like, like Halloween Town, or like what, yeah, like Halloween what? Town. You never watched Halloween Town until you got married. No, my parents didn't wouldn't let me watch it. So my parents were pretty like I wasn't, and like Hocus Pocus. Okay, I never watched that. My and parents were like that too a bit for certain movies. Yeah, but and then yeah, but. Uh, so that kind of made it even, it's just fun, you know, it's more mm-hmm. fun. And, but like growing up, yeah, we just did trick or treating and yeah. stuff. I think we might own Hocus Pocus now, my wife and I. Oh, really? Because I was just feeling inspired when you're trying to get into the season. And so I think I bought it. It's a good movie. On DVD or something, which is weird. Like, why wouldn't I just buy it on a streaming service? But I don't know, man. Keeping it old school. Yeah. DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, that was it. I don't know. Nothing like crazy. Just, yeah. I do remember one at Halloween that I will never forget. Was when I was trick or treating, and I lived in Colorado, and I was with. It was so much more fun 
back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't think people really trick-or-treat anymore. I think that a lot of the holidays are kind of like that. Like, yeah. they're always more, like, fun and, like, well, I mean, I just, I don't th- well, yeah, that's true, but I don't think people really trick-or-treat as much anymore. Like, I don't think it's as popular. Really? Yeah. No, I don't get that vibe. Well, I, my, at my, like, in-law's house, they never get any kids. I think people, but now they just go to certain places that's that they know true. are good, rather than, like, all the neighborhoods, like, all the kids, yeah. are, you know what I mean? Yeah, they parents will places. take their kids to... The places that have have like better candy or something like that, or like safer neighborhoods and stuff. Like my parents' neighborhood, I think it's blown up like with kids. But and then I I remember we were just able to just go. Yeah, as kids, and my parents, I didn't. My parents weren't with us. We would just go to all the different houses and mm-hmm. trick or treat. And yeah, it was fun. I grew up in San Jose, and I remember this. I, we were going through a neighborhood, and this one guy answers his door with an electric guitar. It was hooked up to an amp. And he was like, you get candy if you can name this song. And he started shredding on the guitar. And I was like, dude, I don't know, bro. (laughs) And I think I said it exactly that at like five years old. Uh I don't know, bro. (laughs) That's such a weird thing for someone to do. Like answer the tour with Yeah. So, um, it was, he was like, yeah, it's just an original. I was like, okay. Show show off. (laughs) Oh, but so. I didn't he say gave, what he I, gave us candy. I didn't say what I remembered, but I remember I was trick or treating, and um, I was just with all my friends in Colorado. Yeah, and it started snowing. Because um, what part of Colorado? It was like 15 minutes east of Denver. Okay, in a city called Arvada. Is that like super uncommon for snow in October? I don't I mean, know. It's end of October, you're hitting November. It's, yeah, right. The next day is right November. Yeah, so, but it was just cool. It was, was really. It cool. was just. It started snowing outside while we were trick or treating. Yeah, yeah. It was just. It was really fun. That was really cool. I never grew up anywhere where it really snowed. Mm-hmm. So, like, San Jose and then, like, the Sacramento area and stuff like that. Like, in the Sacramento area, I remember it's, it snows, like, once every, like, several years. But it's, like, dr- like melted before it even hits the ground, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I never really grew up with that, so it's interesting. Yeah. But, like, you just, you in the Sacramento area, you can just drive up north, like, what, like, I mean, even 30 minutes sometimes, and like during the winter, during December, mm-hmm. and you could hit, start hitting snow. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe 30 minutes to an hour. But yeah. Yeah. I never grew up like, with snow. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Snow on the Halloween. I know. It was hey, cool. Hey, congrats, man. Thank you. Yeah. It, was, it was all because of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that was that was a good topic. Thanks. Yeah. Man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And so once again, we are drinking Perfect Storm from Treehouse Brewing Company in Massachusetts. Ben, where are they located? What is that city? Charlton? Charlton, Massachusetts. Charlton, Massachusetts. Yes. Incredible beers. Apparently the breweries, I've never been to the brewery, but are, yeah, I actually, incredible. I think we owe a thank you for this one, right? Like we paid for this ultimately, but our friend went and traveled there um, on vacation and he made a point of going to Treehouse and we've seen photos, but now we have like a actual testament to it like he was saying it is absolutely incredible um how amazing their brewery is and, and the size and the, and the location the environment the land of it mm-hmm. everything they own there it's massive and so he says that i think he said they what they only allow two beers per person yeah. two pour two pours per person yeah like but that. yeah he did confirm that people do go in with dollies yeah people do like we mentioned this on a previous episode a while back i've seen photos of people going in with dollies and just buying cases and cases and just wheeling it out. And he said, yeah, when he was there, people were showing up with dollies, buying cases of beer, tons of cases, and just wheeling them out, mm-hmm. taking off. But he said it's wow. in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's out in the cuts. Yeah. Yeah, take, he said it takes, like, 
it took them like an hour to drive there, like out through like with the mm. area and stuff. But it looks incredible. One day, hopefully, I can make my way out there. We'll see. Or we, maybe. Yeah. That'd be a cool trip. That would be cool for, to make, for us to make. Um, yeah, so we're drinking Perfect Storm. This is uh, an American double IPA. This is incredible. Um, I like to think that it's pretty complex. They are saying that they... The bitterness has gone a little yeah, for me. Yeah, they're saying that they have dry hopped it like an insane amount, more so than like almost, I think maybe they said, what, any other beer almost or something for them. This is really good. Um are you getting any different notes since it started to warm up? Not, I'm not really getting any different notes, but the I'm not getting the bitterness as much anymore. I still am. Uh, getting the bitterness? Yeah, I yeah. am, but it's not overly bitter. I think that actually, I'm feeling it, uh, now that I'm thinking about it a little more and more aware of it, I feel like it is finishing a little dry. Um, I think it's finishing a little dry, the bitterness hits, and then it kind of just finishes off. Well, dry, I think you said it pretty really good. good. I think you said it pretty good earlier. It's, Kind of a happy medium between. It's not super dry. Yeah, but it's not a white finish by any means. Yeah, but it's kind of in between that. Yeah, this is a really good beer. If you can get your hands on it at their next next time they release it, you should. Obviously, you can only get cans at the location. Yeah, you, they no don't do any no distribution. You have to go there or to to find the someone to yeah to go out in the cuts, um, or you have to find someone to trade with who can get it for you. Um, this is very good. Coming in at eight percent ABV, um, we are going to finish this beer. But we're going to close it out and we're going to cheers. Um, cheers to you. Thank you for listening. And if you feel so inclined, give us a follow. You can follow me personally, my beer account at Robert underscore OBC or Ben at Benjamin underscore OBC. And then more importantly, you can follow Original Brew Collective. And that's at Original Brew Collective on Instagram and Facebook. And then Twitter is at Brew Original. So give us, go give us a follow mm-hmm. or like, subscribe, rate, review, um, whatever you feel on either YouTube or any of the streaming podcast streaming platforms. Yeah. I really appreciate that. And um, once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us and listening. This is a really good beer. Go give Treehouse a follow. Um, and we're going to close this one out with a cheers. We did every episode now. Yeah. And so I think we're going to cheers to one of my first Halloween costumes, Oscar the Grouch. Oh, thank you, Oscar. Maybe you wouldn't be as grouchy if you had a beer in hand. Oh, cheers. Gr- cheers, Oscar. Yeah. The Grouch. That's his name. Oscar, yeah, the that's right. Is he have a last name? Just the grouch, probably. (laughs) Oscar, (laughs) the the grouch. grouch. Yep. So, hey, cheers, Oscar, the grouch. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs)